When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Uh, Fentrell's hustle on that play, making the play at the end zone, having the awareness to get on the ball. Just, yeah, I feel like that's a culture item for you guys. Can you speak on it? Yeah, I mean, it was obviously an impressive play. We really don't want that opportunity to present itself, uh, but to see just who Fentrell was on that play and you know, obviously the hustle is what it is. The ability to just fight, to bite, scratch, get the ball out is another thing. But then to be able to establish himself back in bounds and secure the ball, um, you know, it was just, it was a big momentum play in the game. And um, it was a play that we needed at that time. And, you know, definitely something that um, Fentrell showed what he's made of on that play. Um, You know, speaking of culture and what someone's made of, Conrad, I think, had the blown coverage on that play. But then he came back and made a couple plays, including the interception later in the game. What kind of growth did you see him from him in particular after, you know, maybe a rough start? Yeah, I mean, Conrad, you know, he was involved in two takeaways, you know, as a true freshman. And, you know, we've been trying to involve him early in the game. Um, you know, it started out in special teams. But, you know, Conrad's somebody that we've continued to see growth. You know, people make mistakes. It's part of it, you know. and. Um, you know, Conrad has come a long ways, but there's just an incredible amount of room for improvement for him. Um, and the greatest part about that is he knows it, understands it, wants it. Um, you know, he had a really good practice Sunday night uh, coming back, and I think we've seen a lot of development with our Sunday night practices with some of this, these guys in the freshman class. And, um, you know, he was one of them. So, you know, we're going to continue to invest in him, and uh, I know we'll get – We'll get a playmaker out of that because he's a special talent. Coach Pitt was 0 for 10 on third down. What was the key to being so successful on the cash downs? Um, you know, I think they were 0 for 11, but I, it was, um, you know, we rushed the passer good and we cover him tight. You know, and anytime you can connect those two things of pass rush and coverage, um, you know, I think you know, you're going to see results and. Um, you know, our guys believe in what we're doing. Um, they're executing at a high level on third down. Uh, we're seeing those numbers get better and better week after week. Um, but, you know, to hold a team over on third down through four quarters is, you know, obviously something that is one of our objectives. We want to hit it. And uh, we've been really good as of late. We've got to continue to do that. You know, the greatest thing is, you know, we, we've now had the ability through nine weeks and through camp to build a third down inventory. And, you know, we've gone into it with more than we've needed for that game, which, you know, 
is really good in a way that you get to continue to build those things from week to week and there's a lot of carryover you know so there's some pressures and some fronts that we've had and we just we haven't used them and we've able to kind of build that because there are certain things that you do specifically for a team but I do think on third down sometimes you get a chance to play offense on defense a little bit because you know the sticks you know the ability of what they need to do and so you get to dictate a little bit more and I think that's important on third downs and um, you know they had the one fourth down conversion on the Q sneak that I thought we had a good chance to get them stopped but you know good good job by them fight for extra yard. Uh, Nobody really says no when you ask that, but I respect it. But if you said no, I would respect it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Braden uh, got, a, got a sack. It was his first one of the season. He'd been so close, too. Uh, we got to see on the sideline Odell give him a big hug. Like For him to break through, have that moment, given how close he is, what did that mean? Yeah. The two-point conversion was not a sack. That doesn't count, does it? No. Yeah. Um, you know, he's been incredible for us, you know, and his – consistency, his energy level, um, which is all great, right, when you talk about those things, but if they're not productive, then nobody notices. You know, Braden's been productive. Um, but to see him and, you know, just I can't say enough about him. You know, he's been invaluable for us um, to give us quality reps, but what we're seeing 24 hours a day out of him is just impressive. And, um, you know, he's humble through his success, and uh, I know how excited. He was one of the first ones I got to uh, after that game and um, was excited for his opportunity of what's coming this week with, you know, just, you know, the tradition of what this game means. And uh, there's probably nobody in that locker room that hasn't been through it that does appreciate it more than him. And I'm um, just looking forward to see what he does with this opportunity this weekend. You mentioned some of his, his effort, and that's been consistent all season. Him, uh, the Fentrell hustle play, those are guys who you had to have really quick recruitments on in the portal. Like, how, how do you go about identifying that they might have those type of traits that will fit the culture? You I think the want? human element, B, I think you just, you know, we're all people, and you talk to people, and you get a sense of them. And whether it's the, asking the right questions, whether it's listening, um, whether it's looking into their past and seeing how they've reacted in situations. Um, you know, it's not really upbringing because we've all been dealt different hands and we've all turned out in different ways. Uh, but just, you know, that's why I think it's important when that, you know, when you're recruiting people to, you know, get in front of them as soon as possible and get in front of them in their environment. And, um, you know, whether it's flying to Kalamazoo or going to Charlottesville and just spending time with them. And it um, doesn't mean it's always going to be perfect, but, you know, just be able to get a good sense of their character early on in the process so then it turns into full recruitment and not evaluation. And I think that's as critical as anything when you're making personnel decisions of who to bring into your team is who are you getting? Because the, the film, you're going to see the skill set. But the skill set only shows up if the human element is there. And I think with both those guys, we hit home runs as far as the people in that locker room. I have a quick rules question and then a real question. If Fentrell had been ruled out of bounds when he recovered that ball, wouldn't it have still been your ball? Um, because it was so a, on the fumble. Yeah. Because he didn't establish himself. You're saying. But he's still recovering it out of bounds. But the ball is still in the end zone. 
to the defense? Like, what would it yeah, have been? Yeah, if the, the ball would have rolled out of bounds, it would have been our ball. Right. Right. So, yes, that answers your so question. So, even if he's laying yeah. out of bounds. But if you, if you see the play, Corey, he makes a good play, but they had a player sprinting down to celebrate. And then all of a sudden, you saw Conrad, and it became a race. Right. Because they just didn't know where that ball was going to bounce. But that's correct. So, whether we established it, but if the ball had rolled out of bounds or recovered out of bounds, it would have been a touchback. Okay. And then uh, the, the real question is, uh, you know, did you do you have to talk to the defense because your goal all the time is to limit points and to win the game? But when Keon and Johnny aren't playing, and you know things might, and half the receiving core isn't playing, you know the offense might not be at its peak like it has been. Do you have to talk to the team? Is there something said like, guys, they might have to lean on us today? We have to go win this game for the team today. You know, I mean, I know that's always yeah, your hope. It, it, I, it's a valid question, and. You know, I don't want to be sarcastic in a way of saying, now we're really going to try to play. You know, so I think we all understand what I'm saying there. Um, but there is something, you know, about, you know, what is it as far as competitive excellence? When your best is needed, you need to rise up. You know, whether that's, you know, it's a 50 to 50 game and you got to go score one more time. Uh, if it's a 3 nothing game and you just got to get one more stop, you know, whatever that is. So, you know, there's training, there's practice, there's the meetings and everything we talk about, but it builds for that competitive excellence, which means in the moment, when your best is needed, you're ready to give all for that best. And I think those type of moments was the best way I could answer that. Um, it, but it's definitely not something that we harp on. Hey, listen, our offense may be this. They, may, You know what I mean? Uh, the best part about the game, though, and we've seen this back and forth throughout the year, whether it was the LSU game or the Pitt game, is each side of the ball, because there is a big connectivity on special teams, but like when they come off the field, when our guys you know, pat them on the back saying, we've got you. And I think, because we've all seen teams where it is not that way. And so that's hard to, to, to build in real time. It's easy to build it out there in practice and you go compete and then you dap each other up. But when you feel like victory is going one way or the other and you've got to make decisions as a football team, I think that's one of our strengths. Kalen had a, another sack Saturday. Looks similar to the uh, the Clemson one for a guy who I mean that's not his primary role. He probably doesn't have that many blitz or pass rush reps this season to be leading the team in sacks. Let's just say about his value in that aspect. Yeah, well, we what we try to do, and Odell does a great job. You know, JP is my right hand man when it comes to third downs. Um, he's that's part of his job description as far as when we're breaking things down and we talk weekly through it. But then Odell takes those linebackers um, during segments of practice on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays and works, um, you know, just picks and twists and blitz games. And because I think it's important, you're going to put those guys in those situations. And, um, you know, Tatum had one too. I mean, just the speed that those guys are blitzing at right now is critical for us um, because anytime you bring somebody, there's one less in coverage. So you want to make sure that all works together. Um, but Kalen's a missile. You know, when we send them, um, you're going to see things like that. And that was a big play in the game because uh, it really put them out of any momentum right there. And, um, you know, there's been some been well, some well-timed big plays by Kalen in the Blitz game this year. You guys obviously go against a very talented offense um, every day, and you've gone up against some this season. But um, when you look at Miami's skill players, um, I guess how dangerous are they and, and do they – Seems like Restrepo, they find a lot of ways to get him the ball. Like, I mean, how dangerous is their skill? Yeah, I mean, I think they're they're up there from a talent standpoint. You know, 
you know, obviously you can start at any position, um, but just from back to front, you know, they play a multitude of different backs. I mean, they have four running backs that all have carried the football. And, you know, whatever it is, I'm sure there's great competition in that room. So multiple guys have started, multiple guys have carried the load, they've shared the load. Uh, offense hasn't really changed, running styles have changed. Um, but, you know, to see that happen, that's obviously a good job by them in recruiting. Um, they've been pretty consistent up front, they've stayed healthy, so they've really played together for the, for the season. Um, you know, I still, I know Van Dyke has turned the ball over a few times, but he's as talented throwing the football. I mean, he's got such a strong arm and he throws it effortlessly. Um, he moves well enough to get out of trouble. Um, there's just so many throws that he can make. And when he's on, I mean, that, his arm strength and his ability to stand in there and throw the football, you know, is, is really impressive. You know, I think he's, he's a super talented quarterback. Um, you know, and then wide out, you know, obviously Restrepo has a bunch of catches. And I think when you have a slot that creates space by alignment and then you have some play designs to get him the football and as a punt returner, I mean, he is a skilled and talented um, slot receiver. And so those balls, now they do a really good job in the screen game too. And I think there's some touches there. And they always have 200 yards of offense just in quick screens. And, you know, that goes to multiple people, not just number seven. And so, you know, they've got a good group of big receivers on the outside that have play, made some plays down the football field. And so when you tie all that together, um, you know, they've had some games that have turned into some shootouts. Um, they've had games where they've had to come back and they've shown the ability to do it. Um, so, you know, it, it is a good collection of, of talent on offense. Um, and we're just going to go to work, put a, our best plan together and go play a great game at the Doak. Uh, you just mentioned Van Dyke turning the ball over. He leads the ACC in interceptions. Is that kind of something the DB room sees and like gets excited about going into the week? Well, I think they get excited anytime somebody tries to throw the football, and um, you know whether the stats are up there. And you know, there's just there's obviously I'm sure they're coaching him not to turn the ball over. You know, and but there are times that. You know, as a defensive back, you can play with really good anticipation. Um, you know, there are things that you try to watch for on film of whether it's when you're under the route and that's where the mistakes come, whether you're over the route and that's where the mistakes come, whether it's trying to fit the ball in tight windows, whether it's the first read or the second read, um, whether it's because of pressure, whether it's because of eight-man drops. You know, that's our job to try to find, okay, why are they turning the ball over? Let's replicate that. Um, and then sometimes it's just about, you know, getting a hand in the air tip ball and you break on the ball and go get it. You know, we had in the pit game, you know, early in the game, they were in Wildcat and Kevin Deloach came all over, knocked the ball loose, and the ball's out for half a second, and maybe most people in the stands don't realize the ball was out. You know, Conrad comes, knocks the ball out, and it drops in space, and Shaheem recovers it. And so, Kalen and Conrad both made really good plays. You'll never hear about Kalen's, and I'm not saying that's you know, fans' fault or anybody's fault. It's just it's part of the takeaway game of the habits of trying to get your hands on it. And so, you know, when you have a quarterback with a really strong arm, there comes with confidence. Some people say great throw. Some coaches say don't ever try that throw again. I don't know where they sit with all that, right? And you know, you gotta, you know, just like when you're coaching a post safety, don't drive the good pick. Right? That happens sometimes. And so as a coach, you're trying to say, this is the skill of my player. This is the boundaries that I know he can play in, and I know we can ride with this type of success. And then you got to go live with the circumstances. 
when you're when you're coordinating a defense to go up against a quarterback like this, like obviously he hasn't played well for long stretches this season, but you've seen the really good too. Like he can, it's almost like a streak shooter in basketball where he might brain in seven threes in a row. He can get going and carry a team. Like how do you how do you coach a defense to be like, look, yes, he wasn't good against NC State. He wasn't good in this game, but he can light you up if you're not playing your fundamentals or if he gets hot. Yeah, he's played long enough in the league that I think our guys have respect for what he can accomplish. Um, you know, our job is to go knock him down before he can throw it. You know, I think let's do that. You know, and let, let's create great pass rush. Let's, you know, have great, you know, blitz scheme to try to get in his face. And then we've got to go create some. I, I think we've been really good in one-on-one -on -one contested throws for the most part. Um, you know, we haven't made all of them, um, you know, but I think, you know, I've got to trust that our DBs are going to go make those plays, and we have. And so, you know, we're going to go make contested plays, and that's what we have to go do Saturday. And um, that comes with getting pressure, too, and not allowing him to feel comfortable. Um, you know, there's not a lot of things that he probably hasn't seen, uh, but jo our job is to find a few things that he hasn't. Coach, I think this will be the, the sixth of nine consecutive games you guys will be playing after coming off the bye, and you've kept everybody fresh up front, I guess maybe for times like this, or would this be a game that, you know, if guys want to be out there and, and you feel they can maybe go a little bit more than what you've used them, this would be the opportunity to do so. Have you built up for this moment, I guess? I mean, yeah, we build up for it. Um, you know, we're going to continue to use our guys the best way we can to win the game. Um, you know, sometimes that has to do, you know, sometimes guys get banged up and guys play for extended amounts of time. Um, I don't think we're there yet that we need to do that, um, but we will if necessary. You know, I, you know, we train and practice so people are prepared to play uh, more than they have. And because you never know when that moment, to answer your question, when that's going to come. Um, you know, this will be a, obviously a high energy and a, you know, very, um, aggressive environment, you know, and, and our guys usually love those type of games, and so we're looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. See you all. Bye.